I get bookies. Put up a jumper. And Okay, Paul, season two, episode two of the Get Buckets podcast. Welcome. Hype. Hype. Thank you. Big, big time hype Almost for season 10. two. How are you feeling? <laughs> I'm feeling good, James. Um, just got back off a bit of a walk, a three, three and a half hour walks. So my feet are a little tired. Yeah. Nice. I had about a two hour nap. So different nice. worlds. Yeah, it's fun. This time we're doing video for us, so we can see each other. It's interesting to uh, to see your face. Yeah, we're upgrading the the COVID podcast style. I can see you now. You can see me literally lay on my bed. Oh, I've got spoiler alert of what kind of drink he might have because I can see him now. Shit. Oh, All I right, see it. Which, which actually brings us nicely to Paul. Do you have a drink in your hand? I do. I do. What is it? Oh, yes. Uh, well, I'm just, I'm just relaxing, you know. It's it's uh, a vanilla and honey chamomile tea, so I'm chill. I also have a cup of tea. Huh. Is this our first time we actually matched? What tea is it? Normal? Just, yeah, yeah, like just normal a regular York, just a regular Yorkshire tea with a dab of milk. Very good. Uh, I feel like it's time of year, isn't it? Yeah. It's cold out. Dry Jan. Are you doing dry Jan? Are you drinking? Or... Uh, no, but as you know, I'm not a massive drinker anyway, so it doesn't, uh, doesn't massively no. affect me. Um, but I am a party animal because I brought to our podcast session two extra things. Are you ready for this? Mm. The first one is a curly whirly. <gasps> That's a noisy snack. It's a uh, noisy snack that I am going to disturb our podcast <laughs> with. For anyone outside of the UK, <laughs> this is a Cadbury's chocolate bar that is a weird shape and is like caramel and chocolate. Mm. But I also brought yeah. a double decker. Oh, also very chewy. You've got a lot also of chewy. Uh, I've just woke up from a nap and I need the energy for the podcast. I need the hype in chocolate form. Well, in full disclosure, I had um, a piece of toast for coming on. Oh, so that's. Yeah. Much healthier than the pile of chocolate I've got to go with my tea. Um, so I'm not feeling particularly prepared, Paul. I'm hoping I'm hoping you're going to lead me through the mystery of season two, episode yeah. two. Well, good thing you're just so naturally talented, James, and you have so much knowledge just oh. in your head. You've got it. What a charmer. Uh, well, should we? Um, well, no. Okay, let's let's make the one clear. If anyone listened to last week's episode, we. Uh, we clearly said this week we're going to do our own power, ra- power rankings. Um, spoiler alert, we haven't done that. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know I haven't done it? I haven't told you I haven't done it. I might have done it. I've, I've oh, not done right. it. <laughs> Paul hasn't done it. I've definitely done mine. I'm, I'm shaking my head on the camera right now. We just want to build up the hype. We'll do it next episode. 
Besides, it's yeah, very important, I... and we're dropping into news territory here, that we let whatever the hell's going on with the Nets ride out a bit because we really don't know where they're going to sit in the power rankings. So that's yeah. the reason we waited, right? Exactly, exactly. Um, should we get to the news then? Is what? It news time? Is it news time? Did you hear the news? Politics? No, the basketball news. Ah. Basketball news. <laughs> basketball news, Paul. Basketball news. Um, we mentioned the Nets, didn't you, already? Uh, yep, I feel like they're going to be in every podcast this season. Uh, so, so what did what did happen to Kyrie, right? He didn't turn up for a game. He just didn't want to play or something. Yeah, it's been a weird run of events. So I'll try and tell it in the order I heard things, because I think that's as close to the order of rumours as there was. First thing was, Kyrie's just not turned up for a game. That was the first thing I heard. I was like, okay. Then the second thing I heard was he texted his teammates to say, not going to be there. Then the third thing I heard was he didn't okay. text his coach. So that's that. Then a couple of days later, yeah. I heard that his reason was he didn't feel like playing was the only quote. I was like, oh my God. And then this morning, I've read that he didn't feel like playing because of everything that was going on in politics and in Washington. So yeah. that, it's the energy. Yeah, yeah, I I think he didn't burn enough sage. That's a problem. That's or maybe problem. his quality of sage wasn't good enough. Yeah, yeah. If you go with the cheap sage, you're just not going to get the good vibes. Maybe they're sold out. Sage is all out of sage in COVID times because we're all we're all burning it. So he was he was he was burning rosemary, and we all know that does nothing. Just nothing. 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 Sort it out, Kyrie. Get your burning herbs right. Wait, I'm implying things now. Um... <laughs> Nets, though, weird team, right? Because they didn't have um, Kyrie or Durant, but then they beat the 76ers. Yeah, well, the 76ers are a weird team as well. <laughs> They're the best team in the league right now, record-wise. I always find that strange. I watch highlights of Ben Simmons, and I'm like, shouldn't you just take two steps off him? I don't, I don't get it. Like defensively, yeah. why are you going anywhere near him out there? I, yeah. I, don't, I don't quite get it, uh, but you know, yeah. it must be to do with his speed or something, something that doesn't quite translate to us viewers as it does to people playing the game. Um, regarding the Nets, I thought it was interesting that he contacted all his teammates, which is a nice, respectful thing to do, but not his coach. Mm. When you put that together with what he said about how they didn't need a coach and he could be the coach and all those things he said about coaching. I thought that was interesting that he didn't contact uh, Steve Nash, which, of course, we all know is my one of my all-time favourite players, Steve Nash. So, you know, stop it. And also, he's yeah. RJ Barrett, New York Knicks superstar. He's RJ Barrett's, like, uh, I think it's his godfather? So, honorary what? Nick until he turned up at the Nets. Um, so, again, this, the, weekly, the weekly column of Kyrie... <laughs> What is going on with that man? Don't know. And Durant, why is he out? I'm not actually. I don't actually know why he's not playing. He's injured or he's just resting. I don't know, but didn't they rest both of them like four games into the season or something? Yeah, I think so. Then they're you know they're doing they play well, but only for short periods of time. Yeah, it's it's just, it's strange. 
Um, they're fragile, very fragile creatures. Yeah, the, those sort of power rankings that Adam like in the top three or whatever is not looking too accurate right now, is it? No. But then they win without them, so who knows what the nets are. The thing is, I actually think they've made a big mistake in what they've done. They they had a nice core going on there. Yeah. I liked it with that point guard, what's he called? Russell? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm not a huge fan yeah, of him, but in his time there, he was very good. Um, but with Dinwiddie, Levert, mm-hmm. um, Harris as well, uh, and and when they had Kenny Atkinson as their coach, they played they played good ball. Um, now it's it's very much like those guys will still play good ball unless Kyrie or Durant are on the are on the court, in which case leave them to it and just wait. Weird, isn't it? It's very weird. Um, yeah, it's strange. I find them hard to predict where they're going to be. Do you know what? Do you know what I hope to see in the playoffs? Like mm-hmm. they're in the wrong conference, so it's, you know. But I would love to see Nets versus Clips because they're both so unpredictable. <laughs> the finals? Who knows? Yeah, the finals. Like, who? Imagine the odds. Like, who are you betting on? I have no idea. Um, <laughs> God knows what will happen. Yeah. Uh, in other news, um, seems that Curry is back to MVP. Curry, sixty-two point Curry. He's he's taken that yeah. I took that personally meme to a whole new level, didn't yeah. he? People questioning him without Clay and all that. And he went, I'm just going to go drop 62. Yeah. And he hit, I think, um, 38 and 11 assists against the Clippers last night or the night before, which is another big, big one. They were down, I think, going into the... were down like 20, I think, going into the fourth or around that sort of time. Yeah. I mean, he's he's a monster. I, I, I still say best shooter of all time. Um. And people who doubted him, I think, are very silly uh, because he doesn't need athleticism to be that great. You know, I, I think his game translates to as long as his knees stay together a long, a long time. The only thing that can really let him down is his knees or his ankles, potentially, because he does use kind of a herky-jerky dribble. But, yeah. he... but even then, if you got older, you could still just become like a Kyle Cole yeah, sort of guy. Yeah, a little bit the old Ray Allen thing. But dudes... A monster, um, and it was nice to see it happen because yeah, people were again, people were very much out with the knives for Steph. Um, so respect to Steph, we're we're all behind you, mate. It's a lot easier to support you again now. The whole Durant moving there from OKC thing is over. Um, also, in the news, we had the I think the first ball versus ball off. I guess you call it. I saw uh, that the internet Pelicans was throwing good memes out on that one. Yeah, and the the Hornets, Hornets, yeah, shot Hornets. They yeah. won. Yeah. Um, but not only that, like Lonzo who started had like five points, two assists, and that's it. And Lamelo started on the bench, played ten minutes less, had like twelve, ten, and nine or something. Yeah, like, I think it was, it was like twelve or thirteen points and nine assists. And I saw it was the two stat lines of the two of them next to each other, and then just a, a quote at the bottom that said. Family dinner is going to be awkward. <laughs> well, the internet wasn't cut by the piston. Just the joy of of like of, of NBA Twitter and NBA Insta is just so good. It yeah, good. I, I'm a big fan of Lamelo, as you know. I, I was hoping he'd end up available in the draft for for me, but I'm a fan of Lonzo as well. Actually, uh, I, I think he'll sort it out. He's not. He stumbled a bit. Um, 
I thought his move to the Pelicans was going to be perfect, you know, with that young core and everything. But I feel like he's not their primary ball handler. I think Brandon Ingram kind of is. Yeah, for sure. I think he could use pastures new, if I'm honest. Yeah, because even now, like Lonzo often plays with a shooting guard because Bledsoe is that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, bring him to the, the Knicks, up. man. We could use a ball handler. Yeah. yeah. Come down to New York. Speaking of the Knicks. You weird shot. The Knicks, if you ignore last night when I stayed up till four to watch us lose, we started good. Yeah, Randall, new MVP apparently. Well, do you know what? Do you know what? Again, has really annoyed me about this is that you know they released like the team of the week and all that, and there was ten players spotlighted, and he wasn't on there. That's weird. How this is like LeBron level numbers he's dropping right now, and he took and you know, oh. and we've got a winning record. It. It's absolutely insane, some of the hate the Knicks get. But what's really enjoyable at the minute is that some of the big voices in in the NBA media, ESPN and stuff like that, that have been rinsing the Knicks for years, have been like very vocal about how well they're doing and what a good job the coach has been doing. And uh, uh, Barrett's been doing, Randall's been doing. So, yeah, it's, 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 it's great to be a Knicks fan right now. That doesn't mean we're title contenders or anything. We've got a long way to go. But they're, they're playing hard, and it's really nice to see. Um, you know, RJ's had some... Some games where he's dropped 25. Julius had a game where he dropped like 30, 10, and 11 or something as, as a triple-double. It was it was crazy. Um, there was a game the other night where we were down by 18, and I thought, okay, the wheels have fallen off. It's finally happened. We've come across Utah. They're a playoff team. They're really good. And we went off, won it, with, with uh, Austin Rivers dropping 14 straight in the fourth period. Oh, yeah, I watched that, yeah. You couldn't miss. It was incredible. And actually, it brings me to. I watched that, and it, it reminded me of one of the most annoying things in current NBA: moving screens. Just, oh. just players just moving on the screen, walking, holding guys, and like, I know oh, what's what is. It's a weird thing with so the NBA. Annoying. It's like the game got so advanced that they stopped caring about fundamentals. Yeah. Okay. So they they rarely call mm-hmm. so many things. Did you see? Uh, who was it? Oh, it was a center. Was it? Was it Drummond? Or no? It was. Um, it was Dwight Howard. Did you see the footage of him Euro stepping before dribbling? I didn't. Oh my gosh! No, he, he receives the ball top of the key, and as he receives it, Euro steps around the player, then dribbles and dunks it, and the whole team's like, "What?" Refs and they're like, did they call it? It's very fine. Like you're just going, oh my god, it's such a basic thing. <sighs> no, gosh, that's that's crazy. That's crazy. Maybe it's the gather um, into possession into dribble step. God knows. Yeah. Uh, so you know, moving screens. Yeah, travels. Well, we know about that. It seems like you see interviews with these refs every year where they're like, "Oh, a point of emphasis this year is going to be X," and you go, "Yeah, but like, why can we all read this better than you?" Yeah, it's insane. What are you so focused on that you missed the basic thing of lifting up? <laughs> we can see it foot? miles away. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but hey, that's, that's, that's a mini some, bad news happened. about moving screen. Oh, you Go know on. what? Yeah, it, it annoys, annoys me. But let's move on. 
Yeah, some bad news. Um, or sad news, I guess. Bad and sad. Uh, Mark, Marcus Fultz or Markel Fultz, isn't it? Markel Fultz, yeah. Yeah, injured season ending injury. I know he's had is, such a rough time as well. Um, he was just turning it around, it looked good, you know. Somehow, yeah. the power rankings had Orlando won. That's how that's how much he turned it around. Yeah, it's yeah, um, it's, it's really sad. So, you know, sending out positive vibes, burning sage for you, Markel. That's that's why Kyrie can't get any sage. We're all burning sage for Markel. Yeah. Now um, I have a kind of a kind of a game for you. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Are you telling me it's game time? It's not quite game time yet. This is more a discussion. Okay. With a game, I'm ready. Okay. This is a legit or meltdown. Well, okay. which, which one? Yeah, because like I'm going to, it's got six teams. You're going to decide whether they're a legit good team or they're melting down. Okay, these are basically like teams it. that I'm we expected to ready. be. Yeah, it's teams that we expected to be good aren't doing too well. Teams that maybe were medium are doing really well. Um, so basically, not teams like OKC who are clearly um, rebuilding stuff yeah. like that. Even though they're doing quite well. First one. On. Yeah, yeah, they weren't initially, but they've they've picked up. Uh, first one, uh, the Magic. Are they legit or going to melt down? Sad trombone noise. I I think they're going to melt down, especially now Markel's gone. Yeah, I, I felt yeah. like I, I wrote that achieving anyway. Day. I think they were going to make the playoffs, and if I'm right, isn't there a play into the mm. playoffs now that if you're in the top ten, the last couple of spots play in? That is right. Yeah. So yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. there's different routes into the playoffs now. I, I think I think Orlando were heading for the playoffs with Markel. I think they might still be. It really depends how they recover without him. It's still possible. Um, but do I think they're as good as number one power ranking? Uh, no. Um, fair enough. I I agree with yeah. Without uh, faults, it's not yeah. looking good. Um, but. Who knows? Uh, next one, Raptors. Are they legit or are they melting? Are they melted down already? People can't see the video yeah. chat, but I've got a very upset face on right now. Um, yeah, they're two and six right now. Uh, I, yeah, I, I don't. I don't think they're legit. I think they're melting. Um, I'm not going to play the sad trombone noise because I like them too much. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've watched a few of their games. As you know, I've considered moving out to Toronto, so I, I you know, semi-follow them a little bit. Um, and they've not looked good. Uh, Siakam didn't look good towards the end of last season as well. I think teams had figured him out a little bit, and he needs to adapt to that. Especially now, he's one of the focal points of the team. It, mm. They're gaming for him. Did you see um, Chris Paul pull the chair on him? Oh, no, I didn't. No. <laughs> yeah, and it, it was textbook. He ended up on, his, on the floor. Oh, shit. Uh, you know, and uh, yeah, I think they're melting. I don't think they're going to do much this season. I think they're going to have to have a look at their squad and consider what it means for. Obviously, they've got Fred to build around and stuff, but you know, Lowry's a bit older now, um, so they've got a bit of a mixed bag of a squad. They're going to have to make a decision about where they're going. I think, but uh, big shout out to the Raptors. We still love them. Also, I I half ba- blame Tampa Bay. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> 
It's too hot for them. It's too it's hot. It's too hot. They yeah, it. they need to be very cold. Yes, it's, it's true. Uh, next one, one close to your heart, New York Knicks. Oh, they're not as good as their record over the last six games. Let's put it that way. Because of the last six games, they, okay. up until the game last night, they were like first in all the defensive ratings. And like when we played, yeah. was it Utah or the Cavs? We had like the highest three point percentage in the league. And some of those stats are going to drop off, you know? Um, are they melting? No, I, I don't think they are. I think they're on the up and up. I think they're legit. I think we'll finish in the top 10. So I think we'll at least make the playoff sort of play in, okay. whatever that's called. Yeah. Um, I don't, th- I, I think they're legit in, in building, but I don't think they're going to be like a two seed or anything crazy. But they're playing hard every night. Yeah, I would. Uh, that's true. I'd agree with that, I think. Uh, next one. Uh, this team's actually turned the corner, possibly, uh, at the moment, but the Portland Trailblazers, they've had a rough start. They're now 4-4. Four and four. Are they legit? Or are they melting? Uh, another one close to both of our hearts, I think. Uh, seems like everybody's second yep. team sometimes is Toronto and Portland. don't know what it is. Maybe it's the red and black. I don't know. Um, I think they're I like legit. It. I really do. I think they've got all the pieces to run it back. You know, Melo's coming off the bench, I think, now, and Let's face it, Melo going to cook bench pieces. Um, I, I think they're legit. I think they'll figure yes. it out. I think they'll be okay. I think they've got enough. And you know what it's like once McCullum and Dame start the hot hand, they're very hard to deal with and everything comes together. So I expect to see them in the playoffs. I'd like to see them. I'd like to see them go on a proper run. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And when we first started, we were like one and four or something. Yeah. Weren't they? One and... We didn't have a rough start, but they they turned the corner maybe now. Um, uh, my last one for you is the Phoenix Suns. Are they legit? Yeah, I think they're legit. Oh, interesting. I, I wasn't I... sure, you know. I can't decide. Uh, I think so, and I'll give you a few reasons why. Uh, their performance in the bubble showed that they turned the corner and they treated every game like a playoff game and they went at everyone. Devin Booker is legit. They got a few pieces around him, some good pieces around him. Uh, That's true. And I really don't think Chris Paul would have gone there if he didn't think they were legit. That's a very good and point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I trust his judgment. Uh, you know, he went to that OKC squad and took them, took them on a run. Um, so yeah, I think they're going to be the surprise package of the season. I think the Suns are going to do well. Do you reckon top four? Playoffs. I'm not sure about top four. The West's a strange one, uh, but I think I think they're going to the playoffs. <laughs> I got I got a couple for you then. Me too. Um, legit, Ooh, legit, or, or melting down, Paul. The Mavs. The Mavs. Ah, uh, where are they in their rankings? Have a look at their rankings. There we are. They are the four and four right now. That's not too bad. A rough start, didn't they? They, you know, very rough start. Well, they oh, it's tough, isn't it? Because like your second star, they wiped out the clips, but then Luca looks overweight and have had some. Wasn't Luca like zero for thirty from three at some point? Luca issuing at one point he's shooting like zero point five percent from three. But the uh, record it's changed a bit now, I think. But um, I love Luca, but as part of the KP trade. We have their draft pick this year, so they can continue to stop, oh, please. That yeah. would be great. 
Well, Luca came when he came back. He did say he wasn't in shape after lockdown, stuff like that. So he is showing it a little bit. He still plays insanely well. Yeah. Well, he doesn't <laughs> but, rely um, massively on athleticism, but they'll want him in for long minutes, and stamina will be an issue. Yeah, yeah. Well, for me, like, because the second guy is Porzingis, and he. He's not back, and he is back. And yeah, he's like the second guy for minutes, 30% maybe. of the season. So it's hard to be fully legit when you're second star. Yeah, so it's, I like him a lot. I think they're playing on team, but they're not like a legit championship threat, I don't think. We need more. I shared on our Insta story, there was a picture of Luca looking overweight, sweaty, and tired on the bench, staring into oblivion. And I shared it with, like, when you realise KP's your number two, but he's injured 70% of the time, so Tim Hardaway Jr. is your actual number two. Yeah, it's not good. I mean, I like, we've got a lot of good guys, but it's not enough to be, yeah. like, conference finals or anything. You know, the so, playoffs, but that's, that's it. You think they're a legit playoff team in the West? Yes. I think they can be like similar to last year, like the seventh or sixth. I think. Do you think they'll bring K- They'll roll KP out for the playoffs, like we roll out um, uh, that singer each Christmas album. <laughs> I I don't know. I feel like they're going to wait as long as possible, as long as they can. Because if we keep losing, then we have to bring him back. Um, so, it'll so be in K- a minute. KP is the the playoff Michael Bublé. Yeah, middle-aged women love him. <laughs> well, hmm, there was a pending rape trial. That's gone out the media. Oh, oh wow! I did not know about that. <laughs> that was one of the things that was up and about when um, we traded him. It's like uh, a lot of negative things here. Bye, bye, KP. Um, okay, so you're saying legit, but not necessarily a title contender. Yes. Okay, yes. that's fair. Then I'll let you carry on. Where are we up to, Paul? Okay, well, I got some early MVP rankings from Bleacher Report. Oh, this is gonna... trusted of, of, of sources, Bleacher Report. I like Bleacher Report, you know what? I like it. These rankings are all a bit weird. Oh, I've done the wah 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 noise and he's, he's left the call. Perhaps I've, I've upset him so much that he's left the podcast permanently. And he's just gone. Is that you, Paul? Have you returned to us? Come on, Paul, return to us. What happened? Am I back? Am I here? You're back. Hello, you've made it back. I accidentally hit the... the I closed my, my browser down by mistake. So uh, You see that? He was so angry at the sat, the <laughs> sat trombone sound, uh, listeners, that he, he, did, he did a rage quit. He rage quit the podcast. <laughs> I did a rage quit by mistake, the podcast. Yeah. Accidentally uh, rage no, what quit, was saying... a problem. Tell that to Trump. Oh. I think he shot slide. I'm gonna... Ooh, Ooh, shots fired! Shots fired! Nice. Proud of that one. Now, Carry on, I have, I have Bleacher Report's way oh. too early MVP rankings. Would you like it 1 to 5 yep. or 5 to 1? Which one? Ooh, 5 to 1. Let's, let, let's build it. Hold on, I'll get you drum roll. Oh. 
In number five, Steph Curry. Number five. Okay. Uh, what's the date of this? When was this made? Do you know? This was uh, midweek because we're going to do it on Wednesday, I think, weren't we? So it's a Wednesday, Tuesday. So it might be a little bit out of date, but not well, No, I was just it's wondering if it was week. before or after the 62-point game. This is after. It says, right. yeah, it's after. Okay. Yeah, I bet, I bet you he wasn't in the top five before that. People be sleeping on Steph. Yeah. Okay. Two. Uh, that's interesting. Do you agree? Oh. Oh, num- number four. Jokic. Ooh, the Joker. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, I know you said, do you agree? It's hard for me to sort of conclude until I've heard all five, really. So I'm just kind of interested to see, to see the order. But yeah, I mean, he should definitely be up there. Let's, let's, let's keep it moving. LeBron James. Number three is LeBron James. Oh, mm, only number three. Interesting. Oh. Yep. That was Interesting. As well. Okay, let's keep it moving. Number two, shockingly, is Kevin Durant. What? <laughs> I mean, KD's an amazing he's player. He's played like two games. He's an amazing player, but like, yeah. Uh, okay, right. Let's 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 keep it moving. Should I should I guess number one? Yeah, have have. I'll give you two guesses. Number Anthony one, Davis. On. No. Oh. I th- I thought I had it. <laughs> I, I didn't even consider another <laughs> guess. I was like, I know what this is. Okay. Um. Oh, oh I've got it. Uh, Kyrie Irving, he's been burning the sage. <laughs> Shockingly, no, it's not okay, him. Let's not keep him. it moving. And at number one is Embiid of the 76ers. Okay, that's interesting. Right, so we've got Steph, Jokic, LeBron, KD. LeBron. And Embiid. Okay. Now, to give you some uh, understanding of why they put number one, he's averaging 23.2 points, 12.3 rebounds, three assists, 1.7 blocks a game, and he's shooting 52.3 field gold, uh, 33.3 from uh, three-point shots, and basically 80% on his free throws, which is his best ever. Which is not bad. Okay, that's 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 a monster stat line. I mean, we we for big man as well. Yeah, we said a while back that you know we we felt they needed to make him the focal point of the team because he, he he's a strange player because he's like what you used to build your team around the center like that used to be the thing and we've very much gone away from that. Um, but it's like he brings back all that stuff, but can also shoot. Yes, yeah, which yeah, kind yeah, yeah. of unlocks all the other things and. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised that they've put him at number one. Um, but I respect that they're they're noticing, you know, what he's doing. Um, I I think the the most shocking thing for me there is there's only one guard in that top five. Yeah, that's a good point. 
And that's a very good you point. know, I always think of the NBA as a very guard heavy, heavy league, very perimeter based stuff. Hmm. I'm trying to think what other what two centers? Yeah, two unusual, very point. modern centers, I suppose, in in some ways. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't um, think even if you gave me those five and said put them in order, I definitely wouldn't have put them in that order. I think KD. I think Durant's the strangest to me. Right now. Yeah, right now. Yeah, I think Durant. Yeah. Anthony Davis not even in there. Some context. I know, that's weird, isn't it? Some context. You've got some ones that just missed out. Uh, Yanis, obviously. um, Sabonis. Yeah. I quite like. Uh, Trey Young and Jalen Brown. Yep. But ahead of Tatum. I thought it was weird. Interesting. You see, Trey Young at the minute is a monster. Um, but the Knicks still did the number on him. Can we just can we all just acknowledge this? It was glorious. Um, yeah, I mean, he looks like a future star for the league. I wouldn't be surprised if he were in that list. But again, we've we've looked at the internet sort of media's take on something, and I'm a little bit speechless. Hmm. Who would be your MVP at this point? I know it's way too early, but who do you think is going to be MVP? That's tough. Um, I mean, as things stand now, maybe it is Embiid. The winning record, stat line. Um, I just don't think I'd be putting KD or or LeBron there right now, if I'm honest. Um, yeah, I don't think yeah, AD I agree. And Jokic, definitely a big shout because, you know, you look at his stat lines too and you think about what that team would be without him and it'd be very different. Yeah, I think um, Jokic needs to get a better record than Nuggets. If he gets a good record, he could beat Embiid. But without a good record, he can't win. It'd be really interesting if we ended up with an NBA Finals of those two teams. Firstly, because it would upset the established order of who the stars are and all that and who the face of the league is, but also because you'd end up with two teams where the, the core piece is the centre, which is uh, a bit old school, and they play the game quite differently. Uh, I think it'd be a really interesting matchup to watch them two going back and forth in, in a finals. That'd be a great finals. I would watch that finals. I mean, I watch finals any, anyway, but oh, I would watch that one even Paul more. There. Are you still there? Yes, hello? Got some technical difficulties. Hello? Oh, there, you've come back. We hear you again. I'm back. I'm back. Uh, We missed the first portion of your line there. All we heard was, we'll watch that even more. I think that might have been it. I don't remember. The the finals, (laughs) I think. Watch the finals. Whatever it was, it wasn't that important, I'm sure. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Um, Where are we up to, Paul? Uh, You know what? It's game time. What time is it? What time is it? Game time! That's one of my favourite jingles. <laughs> now I'm going to ask you some questions. James. Okay, I'm going to give you some answers, Paul. I expect nothing less. Oh, thank you. Uh, I'm going to give you two pairs of NBA duos. You're going to ask me which one's the better one. Oh, that's tough. Mm, it's tough because it's a very much a, a two-star heavy league right now. It's not it's like three or four guys. It's very yeah, much pairs. Which, which, which duo? Okay, I'm ready. As ready as I'll ever be. 
The first one, maybe the most interesting because of, of, of what happened, Beal and Westbrook or Harden oh, and Wall? Oh, wow. Um, I mean, are we considering Harden and Wall a pair? <laughs> you put it in just because of the trade. I thought it was fun to compare. I, I would but... argue Harden and himself is a pair. Um, <laughs> and then it's, Whole team. Then it's Wall and uh, Boogie. What? Yeah, okay, that's fair. That's fair. But yeah, I'll take your question as it was. Um, they're both terrible. <laughs> they're both <laughs> terrible pairs. <laughs> what am I supposed to establish here? Which of them works better as a duo? Which one is the best duo? I think it's Westbrook and Beale. <gasps> Do you? Yeah. I would have gone either way. I would have gone Harden and more. I struggle to pair Harden with anyone who isn't a big, actually. Hmm. Just because even Westbrook going to share the ball more than Harden. In a weird way, I feel like Westbrook's the second option on that team. Yeah. And oh yeah, that works. Um, Wall and Harden... You, Wall would have to be the second option, I guess, but I think the ball going through him is good. Um, I don't necessarily think the ball going through Westbrook is good. So I suppose when you look at who's number one, who's number two, and who's going to get more of the ball, it makes more sense, in my mind, being than Westbrook. That's a good good way to analyse that. Can you argue it the other way around? <sighs> I just seen the stats from Wall. Wall's averaging like twenty-two points, playing pretty well. Harden's scoring like forty, fifty, while also being yeah. hungover. I think. Yeah. So as a pair, maybe not so much, but they are the better two players. Although Beal's yes, way better than Wall. Yeah, absolutely. Statistically speaking, I just I, I don't believe that they've been paired together purposefully. I think I think they expected to get a deal for Harden. Um, whereas I think they actively want Westbrook and Beal to play together. Um, yeah, no, that's fair though. Statistically speaking, them two are putting up numbers. And can we just take a moment to acknowledge that John Wall's come back and he's doing great? Yeah, yeah, he's surprisingly really good. Isn't he? <laughs> yeah, I think everyone expected him to come back and be like one-legged. Uh, okay, my next duo. Dame and CJ. Yeah, I love or them. Or Yanis and Chris Middleton. Oh, that's hard. It's hard. That's hard. Because Yanis is the best, but Chris is the worst, I think. Yeah, but he pairs very well with Yanis. That's, yeah, that's true. Because Yanis has the gravity. Sometimes he's getting triple teamed in, in the lane. You don't want to leave Chris Middleton alone. Mm. He has ice in his veins when he's shooting. I, I, I hate playing the Bucks. I hate playing them because if you manage to contain Yanis, Chris Middleton goes off and it's so annoying. But can we just take a moment to acknowledge that the Knicks gave them the business? <laughs> gave them the business. Get out, Milwaukee. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, that's tough. I mean, I'm really biased because I like Portland. I like Dame. I like CJ. I like Melo. I like Yusuf. Um, oh, that's... That's hard because they both pair together well as well. Yeah. 
I'm going to put tough. my biases it's aside. I'm, I'm sure Yanis and Middleton. I'm going to put my biases aside. I'm going to say it's Yanis and Chris Middleton are the better. Uh, and I'm going to do it from a kind of team flow offense uh, planning kind of as perspective in that you can design an offense around them too that's team ball. Um, when you're talking about pairing CJ and Dame, you're mostly talking about them taking turns to run pick and roll or ISOs. Yeah, they work very well together, but often they're not giving each other assists. In my mind, um, but I, love I agree. Them both. I think, yeah, I yeah, it's a tough one. I agree. I think Giannis and Chris are, are, are better. Yeah, as uh, a as a duo. Pair number three. Yes, pair number three. Embiid and Simmons. Or Durant and Kyrie. Wait, 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 wait. We have to clarify some things. Is this Durant yeah. and Kyrie? Or is it Durant and Kyrie after he's burnt some sage? Oh, it's definitely after the sage. I mean, it's them then, because he's immortal at that moment and can defeat all things. <laughs> he's, he's burning that sage. He's not at the game right now because he's going to go defeat COVID with positive thoughts. That's what it takes, man. That's what it takes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but they could be you know one and two in the conference. Who knows? Now I'm gonna go through the question without the burning of sage because obviously that's cheating. Yeah, Carrie uh, and Duran or and Beden Simmons. I, I think for the same the same reason I picked Yanis and and Middleton in that their games suit each other. Um, mm. Kyrie and Durant, amazing scorers. Are they going to run pick and roll together? Um, is one driving addition to the other one? Um, I don't. I don't think so. I think it's your yeah. turn, my turn. Well, I think Simmons needs to add that shot to really be a perfect pair. But, yeah, but at least they can uh, run it's getting better. Pop. That's true. Yeah. 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 yeah I. Yeah. That's fair. I think I agree as well. It's a tough one though because I think Durant is the best yeah. player. All I think the, both pairs are uh, flawed, and that makes it hard to pick. But, now the last uh, duo uh, is probably the toughest one, I think, because they both are—they're basically the best. Okay, you got LeBron and AD, Oof. amazing, tough, amazing. Versus uh, Randall and the next Nick guy, who I don't know who that is. <laughs> Randall and someone else. Uh, <laughs> Randall uh, and whoever scores. It'd be minutes. Randall and RJ Barrett, uh, the league leaders in in minutes. Um. I mean, this isn't tough at all. This is very easy. Julius Randle's the greatest player of all time across the last <laughs> six games. <laughs> That's Porzingis. Porzingis is the best. Come on. Uh, Porzingis is the best at sitting on the bench and being injured. Um, I mean, <laughs> what do you want me to do with this question, Paul? <laughs> Show us going through my mind right now. A slide whistle noise. I mean, this is this is this is circus hour. What are you doing to me? What, what are you saying? Then what's your answer? You going randomly? You going LeBron? <laughs> Do you want a serious answer? You got to choose, man. Got to choose. Okay, serious. James says, "What a ridiculous question." Uh, of course, it's LeBron and AD. Um, hype. James oh, you hate the says, If you only look first... at the last four games, if you only <laughs> look at the last four games. Julius Randle is going off. And RJ Barrett is an absolute monster. You heard it here first. James hates the Knicks. 
Yes, he does. He definitely hates the Knicks. I love my Knicks oh. and they make me very proud this season. Do you know how many seasons I go through just being like, I saw some potential for five minutes in the second quarter. Like, this is this is the dream. We're playing competitive, man. I'm enjoying it. That's fair. I've been That's staying fair. up late now, till 4 uh, a.m. watching the games and getting up at 6 to go to work. That's how much I'm enjoying it. That's no, that's not fun. Don't it's do been that. great. <laughs> Fair. Now my last uh, game is a new one. Oh, whoa, interesting whoa, whoa, one. Whoa, hold on. It's called. Well, that's very unusual. <laughs> good brand on, on brand for our podcast. It's good. <laughs> Go ahead. I have three questions about uh, some unusual things that NBA players have done in private time. Oh, this is a this is a family show. It is still family okay. Show. Just checking. And you have to guess which NBA player did that thing. Am I? Do I get options, or I've just got to guess? I'm gonna guess. I might give you some hints because okay. it actually is quite hard because they're not even just current. It's just all through history of NBA. Oh, players. okay. All time NBA. All right, I'm in. I'm I'm up for this. Yeah. Okay. Who did this? Built his own bat cave. <laughs> Who did that? <laughs> well, Paul, that's very unusual. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> All right, let's think this through. I'll give you some hints. Uh, hold on. Do some hints. Go on then. Give me a hint. Okay. Have one guess. Okay. Uh, he played for the Pacers. He was a good player in the Pacers about 10 years ago, I think. Maybe 8, eight 10 years ago. Do I hate him? I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. Okay, right. Um, okay. Played for the Pacers 10 years ago. Built a back cave. I just... <laughs> That's just... <laughs> Oh my god! Under his house, underground, in his house. <laughs> um, got a, a rotating disc for his car to go on, spin around. Okay, let, let's name some people. Was it Reggie Miller? I don't think it'll be him, but was it Reggie? It Miller? was not. Okay, was it Jermaine O'Neal? No, it was not. Was it uh, Jalen Rose? Nope. Pacers, Pacers. On Paul George, was it? More hints. It wasn't not it was not Paul George, but he played with Paul George. Go on then, I give in. It was Danny Granger. Oh wow. Do do we know do we know like what it looks yeah. like? Apparently it's still being built. I think the uh, uh COVID has a uh, has uh, halted plans a little bit. COVID um, stopping us having but real it's life un- Batman. It's under his uh, house in New Mexico. Um, <laughs> the New Mexico Batman, Daddy Granger. Yeah. Wow. Thank, thank so, you, Paul. That was that was glorious. Thank you. I needed that. We all need that in 2021. Yeah. Shout out to Danny Granger. Oh, You're officially uh, an ally of this podcast now. <laughs> Next one. Wow. James. Yes. Who did this? I don't know. Has his own shark tank. Has his own shark tank at his house. Shaq. With sharks in. It was not Shaq. Uh, my immediate thought was just Shaq. I can see that. Not a bad guess. 
this guy, actually, I'm struggling for hints because I'm actually not that familiar with him. He plays for the Wizards, I think. He was very injured near the end of his career. Oh, well, I'm going to struggle here. Um, uh, what era? Help me out. Uh, noughties, mostly. Oh, I believe. Gilbert Arenas? Yes, it was Gilbert Arenas. Well done. Yeah. Well done. He, he, he is an odd Very guy. Good. Yeah. Apparently, this tank cost him $6,000 a month to maintain. How many sharks does he have? I d- it didn't say, but like a few, a few smaller ones. He's not got any more, though. Apparently, he got rid of it or moved house or something because it was too much. Imagine you've moved house and someone's coming to buy it. Yes, you will have to take care of the sharks. <laughs> For six grand a month. I mean, what the, what the hell? Okay, Gilbert Arenas, you enjoy your sharks, mate. You you only live once. Now my my last one, James. Are you ready? No, I'm terrified. <laughs> James, who did this? Bought a camel. Who <laughs> <laughs> bought a camel, James? <laughs> As a pet. I, I believe so, and not a mode of transport. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Is just taking the camel to the games, cruising in. Just bought a camel. I just, oh my god. <laughs> um, Russell Westbrook. No, but similar era or same era, really. Um, I'll give you a hint. He played for the Knicks. And Nick bought a camel. I'm, I'm, I'm guess. flabbergasted. Um, <laughs> what year did he play for the Knicks? He was traded. I think he was traded. Maybe he actually just resigned. About three years ago, he left to go to another team in the other conference. Is it Mello? It is Mello. It's Carmelo Anthony, yes. Mello bought a camel. He bought a camel in 2011. Why? So, guy likes camels, <laughs> I guess. So. Please tell me he called it. Let me breathe. Let me breathe. Cam- Camelo Anthony. Oh, I see. Oh my God, I wish. I He must have done. He must have done. <laughs> Oh my god. This is my favourite moment of our podcast ever. I thought you liked it. Wow. Um, Okay, that was some good trivia. I like it. Uh, This is a new segment that's going to come back. I'm all all in for, well, that's unusual. (laughs) I'm I'm going to make a jingle for that, Paul. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. Ooh. Yes, yes, do that, do that. Um, but that's that's all my games, James. All the games, James. That's quite unusual. Um, yeah, no, that was a fantastic game. Thank you very much. Um, if anyone has any really weird trivia for us to include in, well, that's unusual. Uh, shout out to us. You can get us on Gmail, uh, getbucketspodcast at gmail.com. You can get us on Twitter, which Paul runs, which is uh, at getbucketspoduk. So if you want him to ask the questions to me, get to him on Twitter. If you want me to ask him, get to me on Insta. It's at GetBucketsPod. Um, 
And obviously, get in touch with us questions, pieces, anything you want to ask. Uh, and of course, send me things for Meme of the Week, which I'm always sending out on Insta. Uh, but until next episode, Paul, there's only one more thing to say. Get, get buckets. Buckets.